Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 27. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima Fukuoka and today we're going to speak about gratitude. Gratitude story number three. I'm doing a little series about what I'm thankful for for my experiences in Japan. And today we're going to speak about my time in WOOF, which is a sustainable volunteer program. Uh, where you exchange your time and work for food and room and board. did this in my university years. And gratitude story number three is about spending my time in... Hokkaido. So I spent some time in Hokkaido uh, where I met my ex-girlfriend and worked at her mother's guest house or minshuku uh it was nice it was a hokkaido i had spent some time in, at a cow farm a couple years before i went there and i just loved the place man it was it's full of nature good food and really warm people even though it gets cold in the winter and the snow is is heavy uh there's just something different about Hokkaido people. Uh, it was colonized by Japan. Like it was like one of the last places in Japan to get colonized. So uh, they have like a different mindset. They've been doing their own thing for longer than most of the island, and it's similar to Okinawa in that respect. Yeah, they were they were their own entity before. I mean, they were full of uh, native people Ainu, and they had their own type of way of living. But uh, this pioneer spirit kind of still resides within the Hokkaido people. And I saw that firsthand working at this guest house uh, near Fudano with the flowers and things like that. And um, it was great. You know, I met a lot of people, a lot of dudes that were in construction because that was most of the, the guests there. And... Uh, my ex-girlfriend's mother was basically running it by herself with the help of my ex-girlfriend and her little daughter. And, uh, yeah, they it was just a team of women basically helping these older men, kind of middle-aged men, um, feel at home. It was, it was a warm atmosphere and... It's important, especially when you're doing really physical, physical work like construction away from home, because that's what most of these dudes were doing. They were traveling and working uh, with a company outside of their place of residence. And this guest house served as their home for an extended period of time, a couple of months, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And um, you could just see the mother's... Uh, dedication to making it feel like home whether that was for uh, financial security or if it was genuine is a different story but uh, these people felt at home while they were there and that's important I think for any business that is trying to serve people for an extended amount of time is that you have to make them feel first trust right and then you have to make them 
feel uh, open with you. And that's what most of these dudes would, would um, that's how they would communicate with her. At dinner time when they would all come through and everybody was really relaxed, I could see like uh, a more open side of Japanese people where they would just talk freely and not worry so much about offending somebody. They would kind of say how they felt at the time and it was good to see. And yeah, I ended up actually moving to Kyoto with that, with my ex-girlfriend and uh, spent some time there as well. So uh, the story ended back in Hokkaido and then I ended up working for Hoshino Resorts. But um, Hokkaido, man, it's it's just different. I used to say that that's the one place I, I could live in Japan permanently. Although now I'm in Fukuoka, um, it's Hokkaido is a close second, man. It's just the winter. The winter, the snow shoveling is, is kind of intense. So, uh, yeah. But I appreciate the time I had in Hokkaido, both with um, the on the cow farm. <laughs> Which was good. The guy made, uh, yeah, he made his own milk, yogurt, cheese, all that stuff. And, uh, or no, sorry. He made jam. He sold jam. And, oh man, that was, that was good. <laughs> I think he had like 40 cows and it was all natural, uh, or grass fed in the, in the spring and summer. And, I mean, he was just genuine. Just genuine. Anyway, I, I'm very grateful for my time at Hokkaido, both with the cow farmer and uh, my ex-girlfriend's mother and that whole team over there uh, near Furano. And I learned a lot about warmth from... Even though Japanese people can come off as very cold in the beginning, you know, it's not everybody, first of all. And it just so happens my favorite Japanese musician, The Blue Herb, is a hip-hop group from Sapporo, Hokkaido. They're independent. They've been for 20 years. I went to their anniversary, the 20-year anniversary in Tokyo. It was a concert, and it was during a typhoon, Hibiya. Typhoon came and the dude was still performing. Everybody, no one left. No one left. We were in the middle of a typhoon. I'm not talking like a little bit of rain. We were soaked to the bone. The wind was heavy. And they were still going. Respect. Hokkaido people are different. But everybody says that from everywhere, right? Osaka people are different. Tokyo people, well, Tokyo, everybody's mixed, but I don't know. Shikoku people are different. Kochi people are different. Katsu no tataki. <laughs> Fukuoka, I'm in Fukuoka now, and I'm glad I'm here. And I'm, I'm just reflecting. This is a series of reflection and gratitude. So I'm grateful for my time in Hokkaido. Arigatouzaimasu. Kansha shitemasu.